For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. You are listening to Habs and Minded, brought to you by HabsEyesOnThePrize.com. Hello and welcome to the bottom six minutes. Uh, my name is Jared Book. I am in for for Matt Drake, who uh, was not available for Saturday's game against the Tampa Bay Lightning. We'll talk all about that game. Uh, I might even throw in some PWHL stuff at the end as well. But uh, it was a shootout loss for the Montreal Canadiens against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Four three was the final. And uh, it wasn't all bad. And uh, I'll get into that in, in just a bit with, with some of my thoughts. Before that, Bet Online continues to be your number one source for all your basketball wagering needs, including pro and college hoops throughout the year. With up-to-the-minute odds, stats, and trends, you can follow your favorite team's path to the playoffs with in-game live betting, contests, and all the best player props. Experience the world's best wagering platform anytime from your desktop or mobile devices. Head to Bet Online today to become part of the team and remember to use promo code BLEAVE, that's B L E A V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, the game starts here. And I want to talk, before we get into the Saturday's game, I think the game against the, the Florida Panthers is also somewhat relevant to to this game. And, and for so long, we've been used to the Canadians going to Florida, uh, whether it's during the Christmas trip or, or whether it's during the, uh, in this case, the, the March break trip, uh, as it turns out. And used to them just playing bad games. Uh, the, these games are not usually close. They usually lose them. And, and it doesn't matter whether the, the Panthers or Lightning uh, are good or not. And obviously, both those teams are better than the Montreal Canadiens are right now. And the Canadians, with really nothing to fight for, ha- have gone into Florida and taken two really good teams to, to overtime and eventually a shootout. And and I think that's notable because, A, like I said, they're, they're a worse team. B, they don't really have a number two center right now. Uh, I, I, I don't think anyone uh, expects, you know, Alex Newhook to be the number two center going forward. I think, you know, obviously Kirby Doc is has that role cemented. He's obviously not in the lineup. But having said that, they are still competing. And I think that says a lot about how good this Canadians team is. And and I don't want to t- take this into a, a tanking 
debate because players and coaches do not tank. They go into every game wanting to win. But you know as well as I do, wanting to do something and actually putting the effort in to do that thing are two very different things. You might want to do a good job at work. Obviously, that's the goal. Your goal is not to go into work and and do a bad job. But some days, the effort just isn't there. And you don't feel good. It's a case of the Mondays. You just don't feel like putting a good effort in. And there's a difference between wanting to do something good and not trying your hardest to do so. Uh, and, and just you know, there's a difference between wanting to do something and the motivation to do it. Let's put it that way. And very often we see teams, when they get to this point in the season, their effort on a day-to-day basis is not consistent. And that, that doesn't mean that they're trying to lose. It doesn't mean that they're not trying to win. It just means that their effort is not consistent. And the Canadians, for the last little while, regardless of the results of those games, have had consistent, strong efforts. And you can argue that they probably deserve a better fate than than the results they've had over the last few games. And, you know, it's kind of ironic because the game they probably played the worst in in, in the recent few, you know, last few games was the game they won against Arizona at home. But... I think it says a lot about the the core leadership of this team. It says a lot about Martin St. Louis and the coaching staff that this team is putting up consistent effort. Even when, you know, the, the it's futile, they're not going to make the playoffs. But I, I think that it's it's notable and you saw it on, on Saturday against a, a Tampa Bay team that's really fighting for for a playoff spot at this point in the season. And, and I think that, you know, you see, you see the Canadians and the way that they're looking at this game and and the way that they're looking at this trip is a way to get back into it. You know, they're missing bodies. They're not at full strength. And it, you know, they, they just got over a, you know, a five game losing streak. And they're still coming with a consistent effort. And I think that's notable, you know, because this team doesn't want to be rebuilding uh, very much longer. They don't want, they don't want to foster a, a losing culture. They don't want to have that hanging over their heads. And and you see it in the play of their best players. Uh, you know, Nick Suzuki has been playing out of this world uh, since the start of February, uh, and especially since the All-Star break. And, and I think that that's, it feeds on down. You know, when you're looking at your your teammates and you see them putting effort and everyone sees that top line performing and, and putting in the work, and I think that trickles down. You know, J- Jake Evans has played some great hockey lately. Uh, and not that he's one to, to have his effort questioned, but things are starting to fall into place for him. You know, Yoel Armia... Uh, I think Joshua Roy is is adding a lot to this team right now. Uh, They're going to get Raphael Harvey-Pernard back soon. And you know he's going to be someone that's going to be, you know, one of the the leaders in terms of effort 
in, in that as well. So I think that all of these things combined are, are really going to allow this team to, to not fall into a trap uh, of, you know, mediocrity or being okay with moral victories. Uh, because eventually the, the things are going to start going in for them. <laughs> and, and eventually they're going to have a team where, you know, every little mistake they make is not going to hurt them. Or, or they can fight back through it um, against better teams. And, and I think that, you know, I, I think it's notable that, that the tying goal in this game, the, the shorthanded goal that, that, that Tyler Mott scored for, for the Lightning on Saturday night, I think it's notable that the mistake was made by Nick Suzuki. And I don't want to, you know, every player makes mistakes. I'm not, I, I just talked about how great he played. I think it's also fair to point out that, you know, that was a, a pass that was pretty telegraphed, uh, that obviously Tampa Bay saw it was coming and, and reacted accordingly. So, but I think his reaction afterwards, the disappointment in that is is notable. And I think that that's, that's something that is bringing this team where it is now, why we're seeing consistent efforts, despite the results not being there, that despite them just being a little bit out of their depth against top opponents, which is fine. You know, the goaltending is not there every night. That's fine. In the grand scheme of things, that's going to even out. That's going to come together when this team is ready to take that next step. And it's not a switch you can just turn on. You can't play, you know, in your mind. You can't be like, okay, you know, we're going to mail it in these last 20 games. And then when you get to a place where you're contending at game 60 or 62, and you're like, oh, all right, right now we have to keep keep playing, unlike the last few years. I, I think that it's it's not a switch you can turn on, and it's something that you're going to want to see from this team as we get going. And, you know, there, there's a lot of guys that are probably playing hurt. Uh, there's a lot of maintenance days going on, or therapy days for... Uh, for the Montreal Canadiens players right now, but you don't you don't feel that way when you watch them play, and I think it's great for Josh Anderson to get uh, to get that goal as well. It, it was originally given to to Josh Anderson. It was taken away and given to Cole Caulfield, and, and then eventually given back to to Josh Anderson. Uh, his first goal since January 11th, and, and I think that that's that's. A, a good sign for this team is, is that even players that, I mean, let's face it, Josh Anderson has not gotten results this season. He knows it. You know it. Uh, a lot of nights, if you watch the Canadians, it doesn't look like he's he's ever going to score again, <laughs> to, to be quite honest. But, you know, you saw his reaction after scoring. You know, it, it, it still means a lot to these players. And I think that that's, that's a good sign. And when you see them going into Florida, going into Tampa, it's it's games like that that make you really realize that the, the, the future playoff contention window of this team, and yes, there's still pieces to get, there's still work to do, but you can see a path to the playoffs and, quite frankly, contention, and being a, a eventual cup contender by how they're acting right now. And, and I think that that is, 
that's what you have to look at these last, you know, 20 or so games through that lens. It's not going to matter about the wins and the losses. It's not going to matter about, you know, where they end up in the lottery. Although those things in the grand scheme of things don't really matter. You know, even even where they end up in the lottery odds doesn't guarantee that it's going to be, a, you know, it all comes down to the lottery anyway. Uh, you know, last year, Connor Bedard, there were two teams that finished below Chicago and thought they were in a pretty good spot to get Connor Bedard, and they did not get Connor Bedard. So I, I think that, you know, worrying about one spot or two spots in the lottery in the grand scheme of things, does does not matter. Uh, it's going to come down to a bouncing ball, and obviously, the bet the more you have it, it the better it is. Yes, but it, it, in the end, it doesn't really matter where you end up. Uh, but I don't think that's going to be necessarily an issue for this team. I don't think they're going to. I think they're pretty much locked into where they are now in that range with with Arizona, Ottawa potentially. Uh, so I, I think that they're pretty much locked in there, but. That's the thing to look at is is look at the growth of Nick Suzuki this season. You know, does he get to to eighty points? Does he get a point per game pace? Uh, where does Cole Caulfield end up? When does where does Yuri Slavkovsky end up? Where does the power play end up? You know, Ar- Arbor Arbor Jaka is is playing. You know, pro- maybe even the best hockey of his NHL career right now. Uh, Caden Gooley has you know taken tough matchups and and looked good doing it as well. So Joshua Roy is 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 really performing well in in his you know in his what is I guess his second NHL stint uh, in his first pro year. Alex Newhook back from injury, really adding something to that power play that that Sean Monahan uh, brought and, and wasn't really replaced since he left. You know, growth of those players are going to determine a lot more of this team's future than where they end up in the lottery, who they end up picking. Because even that pick, unless you're getting a guy like Macklin Celebrini and you end up winning the lottery, you're probably not going to see the player the Canadians pick for another two, three years. And I think that this team's goal is to make the playoffs before that, to to be honest. I I think that starting next year, they're going to want to see a leap like you see in Detroit. Uh like you were expecting to see in Buffalo, like you were expecting to see in Ottawa. I think Montreal firmly goes into that group with some uh, additions uh, during the offseason, whether that's from internally uh, with, with David Reinbacher, with, with Lane Hudson, uh, or, or externally, uh, whether a trade, free agency, uh, things like that. I, I think there's going to be some moves made to improve this team for the 2024-2025 season. So, yeah, I think that's the biggest takeaway for me. Watching the game against Tampa, you know, it's it's clear that this team is still fighting, and and putting up good performances against good teams, and and that's a blueprint. That's a blueprint for success going forward, because of frankly the, the players who are leading the charge, and those are the players that you're going to be counting on uh, going forward as well, and. But before I do wrap up, I mentioned the the PWHL and Montreal, another big win on Saturday, beating Boston 3-1 at the Verdun Auditorium. And the story of this one 
is going to be Melody Dao. Uh, if you go to HabsEyesOnThePrize.com, you'll you'll see my, my game recap there, and it's all about Melody uh, and her first game back, uh, the 32-year-old, no longer a full-time hockey player, coming in on a 10-day contract, uh, scoring a goal, being instrumental on two others, uh, plus three, 17 minutes of ice time, just an all-around great performance for the 2018 Olympic MVP for the 2021 outstanding forward uh, of the, the World Championships. But I, I want to mention Elaine Shuley. You know, she made 30 saves, 31 shots. Her save percentage is now up to 962 on the year. Her goals against average is 1.12. Both of those lead the league. She's 5-0 and in five starts this season. She's the only goaltender to have not lost a, a game that she started. Or lost a decision that she started. Uh, actually, there's one other goaltender in Ottawa who started a game, did not finish it, did not get a decision. So uh, of goalies that have had decisions, she's the only one to have not lost uh, a game this year. And it, It's really important. And I, and I talked to the Montreal head coach, Corey Chevry, after the game about this. Anne Renee Desbiens is, is Canada's top goaltender. She's going to be relied on as we head into... You know, we just had the rivalry series. She played two out of the three games in, in February. We have the World Championships coming up in April. She's going to be the, the number one goaltender in that tournament for Team Canada. You want to keep her fresh. And having a goaltender like Elaine Chuli, who can come in, win games, give your team a chance to win, and give Anne-Renée Debien a few more nights off at this point of the season so that she's not, you know... But come playoff time, come the end of the regular season in, in, in April, late April and May after the World Championships, that she's not too tired and, you know, playing really the most games that she has played in years since, since she left Wisconsin. And so I, I think that having Elaine Shuley is, is a real important part. I mean, she's the best goalie in the PWHL number-wise right now. Uh, she won an Isabel Cup with Toronto in the PHF last year. And she's someone that's that's really benefiting from this this structure, the having uh you know, at some at sometimes two goalie coaches um during practices and and has really stepped up her game and, and really helped this Montreal team get to, to first place where they are right now. So it'll be interesting. Um you know, at Habs Eyes on the Prize, we'll have all the coverage of the Canadians, uh, of the Rocket, um, their, the Rockets playoff push, uh, the PWHL playoff push and, and playoffs um, that season. Well, might might be the only hockey we have come the end of April uh, in Montreal. But uh, thank you for listening. Uh, this episode has been brought to you by Bet Online, And uh, Matt will be back on Tuesday with the the bottom six minutes. Uh, Thank you for listening. My name is Jared Book, and uh, we'll see you next time. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. 
No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.